Welcome to Retire's Great. I'm Debbie, and I'm with my husband, Shannon. We're here to help you achieve a purpose-filled retirement. We're going to discuss developing a grateful heart for a happier life and retirement. And let's be candid. We could all do a little better appreciating the good in our lives. In fact, lots of folks get caught up in all the stuff they think they want and need. Yet the very things that would make them most happy are usually right in front of them. I know, right? It's sad to realize how many people don't fully appreciate what they have. And you know, that can be partly blamed on our Western culture and that American dream of getting ahead. The only problem is, it doesn't make us any happier. And after a while, we're at risk of becoming slaves to consumerism. There's nothing wrong with working hard to maintain a comfortable existence. It just becomes an issue when it's still not enough. Sadly, being content and grateful for what you have is often looked down upon. We're conditioned to always want more. You know, you got to keep up with those Joneses. And I suspect somebody with a grateful heart, well, they've elevated themselves to experience the joy and the beauty of life. They've learned to appreciate those little things, such as a glorious rainbow or a fiery sunset. As well, the people in their lives and how much they value them. Having said that, what does a grateful heart mean to you, Debbie? Well, to me, it's all about the people and the little things in our lives that are important. It's someone who'll be kind not only to others, but to themselves as well. They're filled with hope, contentment, and appreciation. And don't ever think for one minute these people are gullible or just settled with their lot in life. For them, their relationships matter most, and they work hard at enriching them. Also, they just accept that good things are going to happen as well as bad. Rather than getting bent out of shape, they just trust everything will work out in the end. For myself, many years ago, I was laid off for the first time in my life. Needless to say, I was upset and took it quite personally. Feeling angry and sorry for myself, I moped around the house in self-pity. And wouldn't you know it, within a week, I got a call which led to a better paying job, which I absolutely loved. It just goes to show you that sometimes bad things can turn out to be blessings in disguise. Blessing in disguise? I hope you're not suggesting our taxes going up every year is one of those things. <laughs> of course not. It's just there's lots of things we have no control over. Instead of getting frustrated about it, sometimes we just have to take a step back, accept things, and move on. Good point. I'm just looking at our notes here, and there's three attributes for somebody with a grateful heart. The first is kindness. How is that part of being grateful? You know, in this dog-eat-dog world, kindness can be viewed as a waste of time. Yet, isn't it amazing how a kind word or gesture can make a world of difference to someone's day? And the best part is, it doesn't cost you a cent. Likewise, an unkind comment serves no purpose other than to make yourself feel important or to hurt someone else's feelings. I remember back in high school when I was viewed as an outsider, called names and left out. And my graduating class only had 37 people. Those were probably the worst years of my life and I was ecstatic to leave them all behind. So you can only imagine how leery I was about attending my 20th reunion. In fact, it was only at the very last minute I even decided to go. And then, I was totally shocked when some of my former classmates came up to me to apologize. You could have knocked me over with a feather. 
Anyways, that partially restored my belief that most people really do mean well. Sometimes, though, it just takes them a little while. Oh, that's so true. I believe when you treat others with respect, they usually reciprocate. After all, the golden rule is to treat others as you'd like to be treated. So a second attribute is appreciating all that you have. What do you think the best way of doing that is? I think the biggest thing is to count your blessings. Happiness shouldn't be dictated by material possessions, rather by who is important to you. For example, what we consider basic necessities took on a whole new importance and meaning when COVID exploded into our world. And no, I'm not talking about that great run on TP, where everyone stashed tons away like they were a squirrel. Rather, how we weren't able to see our family or friends for months on end. And all those lockdowns, and the healthcare system on the verge of collapse. Oh, how our world has changed. For me, I gained a whole new level of appreciation for everything we do have. We're quite content to be out of harm's way in our humble home. We have each other, a roof over our heads, food on our table, and remain healthy. I think we're both in agreement on that one. This past year really opened my eyes, and I'm also thankful for all we have. The third attribute is having an attitude of gratitude. What does that mean to you? Well, you're not likely to catch someone with a grateful heart, whining or complaining about all their problems all the time. Sure, they're going to have setbacks, just like the rest of us. The difference is they accept it, deal with whatever life throws their way, and move on. I find the greatest source of frustration is usually from those things beyond our control. You know, all that stuff where we have little or no influence, but really, really, really want to. Like, what if the market's going to a tailspin? Well, we saw that happen last year, remember? Last March, our investments were down about 30%. And then, almost miraculously, a few months later, everything had fully recovered. Exactly. There's nothing we could do about it, so dwelling on it really serves no purpose. Another way of looking at it, everything happens for a reason. Obviously, we're not privy to why, yet often everything works out in the end. You might be spiritual and already believe there's a greater plan or higher power and nothing happens by chance. Oh, you're absolutely right. We talked about what a grateful heart means. But maybe the more important question is, how does a person develop more gratitude? It seems to me most folks mean well, yet they get caught up in all the day-to-day -day stuff. It's sort of like they're on cruise control and they're missing out on everything all around them. That's an interesting way of putting it. And you're right. They need to learn to slow down and live in the moment. It's not easy and you'll feel awkward at first. It will take some practice until it comes naturally. In a sense, we're reprogramming our brains to look at things differently. That involves changing our old thought patterns and not getting caught up in all that busyness of the day. You know, be present in your own life. After a while, you'll notice yourself focusing on the good things and not on the bad so much. Old habits and ways of thinking are hard to break. They say it takes at least 21 days to establish a new habit. Also, finding gratitude can be done several different ways. It could be a daily expression of gratitude. It could be affirmations, meditation, journaling, or even just thanking a friend. Some of these will probably work better for some people than others. If you can stick to a 30-day gratitude challenge, you'll find yourself happier and experiencing a more rewarding life.
So Debbie, what are some of the ways to do a daily expression of gratitude? Well, one way is to take a couple of minutes every morning to focus on the good things in your life. It'll start your day off on a positive note and open you up to whatever the day may bring. For example, over my morning coffee, I might notice the sun shining and think, man, it's going to be a beautiful day. I slept well and am just happy to be alive. And yes, the next step really is to say it out loud to reinforce the message. I know it might seem a little silly, but it really does help make it stick. Every day you'll have different things you think of. They'll vary depending on what's going on in your life at that moment. The important thing to remember is to feel thankful. That's so true. Stating an affirmation is another excellent way to become more thankful. It helps change your negative thoughts into more positive ones, and you actually begin to view things differently. And just to explain further, an affirmation is like a statement reminding yourself to be thankful and to open your heart and mind to new possibilities. Some examples could include, I appreciate everything and everyone who provides me inspiration and the reasons to be the best that I can be. Another example, I'm grateful for all the abundance in my life that has been provided to me. Or, the more I live in the moment, the happier my life becomes. And finally, I embrace each new day as I become happier and more satisfied. Those are excellent examples. Another thought, you might want to consider meditation. Simply put, by concentrating on one thought, you actually slow your mind down and it provides a greater sense of calm and peace. The interesting part, it also can help reduce stress, anxiety, and even promote better well-being. Some people really do struggle with their inner voice and negativity. You know that little voice that tells you you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you're not pretty enough. Becoming more mindful helps you refocus and get in touch with yourself. Meditation creates greater self-awareness and really does increase feelings of gratitude. And if meditation or affirmations aren't your thing, creating a gratitude journal is another option. Maybe before going to bed, make a habit of writing down what you liked that day, what went well for you. Try to be specific and how did it actually make you feel? Do you remember that time we were at Costco? We met the nicest mother and her three little ones. They were so excited about their upcoming camping trip. They were picking up all the fixings for making s'mores. That brought back some fond memories for me of when I was a kid at camp. Now, isn't that a nice thought to have in your head as you get ready for bed? Who knows, you might even wake up in the morning with a smile on your face. That's part of the power of a gratitude journal. You've got it in writing, and it's there for you to go back and read whenever you need or want. Another powerful way to reinforce feelings of gratitude is thanking a friend. Get together for coffee, lunch maybe, and share with them how much you appreciate their friendship. Think about it. When was the last time somebody did that for you? Huh. I can't even remember, honestly. I know I'd be very flattered. Actually, I think anyone would appreciate it. And you might be surprised just how much it means to them. Also, it's a great way to deepen your friendships. Just remember to keep it genuine. If getting together isn't possible, send them a card. Something thoughtful expressing how much you appreciate them and value their friendship. Whether you say it or send a note, it'll make you feel good too. Those are great ideas. There's actually been many studies documenting how practicing gratitude is beneficial. 
your entire well-being is enhanced, including your happiness, your relationships, and your health. And really, when you appreciate what you have instead of what you don't have, it changes your overall outlook. It might be the most powerful weapon you have in your happiness arsenal. Your view of life becomes more optimistic when you believe good things are going to happen instead of bad ones. This mindset helps you live in the present and experience all the wonders and joys of the world around you. And when you have a setback, and you will, it'll be easier to accept it for what it is and not blow it out of proportion. Then you can just deal with it and move on. Maintaining a positive attitude helps keep you on a more even keel. And who would have thought feeling more grateful would also strengthen our relationships? It becomes easier to make new friends, maintain existing relationships, and even deepen them. What it's really about is self-confidence. Your entire attitude changes and people sense it. When you focus on seeing the good in others, it brings out the best in them and in you. Even strangers will notice and be intrigued by your sense of calmness, positivity, and kindness. So what you're really saying is good attracts good. And a side benefit, it can lead to a longer, healthier life. Yes, and I really believe that's true. They always say stress is a killer. Feeling grateful can reduce stress, which leads to lower blood pressure and a better immune system. It can also promote better sleep and increase your energy. Finally, and another biggie, is not worrying so much. When you're feeling more relaxed, you're more resilient and bounce back more quickly. Feeling good about yourself is probably the best way for keeping anxiety at bay. Well, they always say laughter is the best medicine. It's also a good way to not take ourselves quite so seriously and break the worry cycle. It's also been shown it's good for our minds and bodies. In fact, research suggests repetitive negative thinking creates higher levels of stress. And this may be associated with an increased risk of Alzheimer's disease or some other dementia. Our entire well-being is enhanced, which includes being happier, better relationships and health. And, as an added bonus, it can also reduce stress levels. So, in summary, if you commit the next 30 days to developing a more grateful heart, it may very well change your life. You might be wondering, is it worth the effort? Well, my response, becoming happier and focusing on the positives might be the best investment of time you've ever made. Not only can it reduce anxiety, your relationships get better, health improves, and setbacks are easier to manage. All those benefits, simply by embracing gratitude into your everyday life. Well, that wraps things up. If you liked our podcast, please subscribe or check us out at retiresgreat.com. Thank you.